So I have a highly recommended company that sponsors this show called Gummy Cube, and they have big data analytics from the app stores. It's actually called Data Cube. And what they're doing is they're using real mobile data for their app store optimization and their mobile marketing to help their clients. So Gummy Cube can help you uh, find the right data that helps you increase your downloads. I mean, that's pretty relevant, right? So I highly recommend just go and check them out. Go to www.gummycube.com. That's www.gummicube.com. And I want to thank Gummy Cube because they've just been so great in continuing to support this show. This episode is sponsored by AppPress. Now, you've got a great app idea. Well, now's the time to make it really happen. AppPress makes it simple to design and deliver beautiful apps with easy to use visual tools. You can drop in graphics, content, photos, and videos, add HTML and JavaScript, and preview the app as you work right on your mobile device. Build the app. You never could have imagined uh, doing this with AppPress. Well, you can build it uh, for any phone and tablet running iOS or Android. It's faster than ever. It has the highest quality, even on complex app projects. So to go and see it in action, go to app-press.com. That's www.app-press.com. And thanks to AppPress for sponsoring the show. Hi, I'm Christopher Ayala, the CEO of Alkahoot, and you're listening to the App Guy podcast. The App Guy podcast. Straight from your host, Paul, the app guy. Sharing his app entrepreneur journey with you for your enjoyment. And now, Paul, the app guy. Welcome to another episode of the App Guy podcast. I'm your host, it's Paul Kemp, and this is the podcast that helps you as app entrepreneurs. So if you're even thinking about building an app, you are going to hear from the people uh, all around the world that are doing the same thing. They're going to inspire you. They're going to encourage you to... Uh, do something awesome and become an app entrepreneur. So to help us with this endeavor, I do go to all different countries, different cities, anyone who is uh, really showing uh, interesting uh, apps and building apps and, and and get their story. And so let me introduce today Martin Lund. Martin Lund is one of the creators of this really uh, interesting app called uh, Social Sniper. And he is uh, currently in Copenhagen. So what an international podcast this is becoming. So I think it's our first Copenhagen uh, uh, guest. Martin, welcome to the App Guy podcast. Thank you very much. It's great to be uh, on. Tell us. It's, it's great to have you. So let's talk about uh, Social Sniper then. Uh, I know that you're going through the first round of beta at the moment, even though it's on the App Store. Uh, what, what does the app do and uh, where did you get the idea from? Well, the uh, the app basically is a uh, an attempt at a kind of a, a new genre of uh, gaming. Uh, we call it cross world gaming, and the idea is that you sort of try and bridge the real world with the uh, the online world. Um, the idea actually originated from uh, my, my my co-founder Fleming, um, who actually got a little bit uh, tired of watching his uh, teenage boy sit around in front of the screen all day uh, playing games. Um, so he, he, he kind of asked himself, there's got to be a way that you can use this uh, fantastic medium uh, for contacting that gaming is, uh, but at the same time uh, get people out of the house. And that was basically where Social Sniper was uh, was was born. So the base uh, concept is that you can uh, you you are a part of a, a team of secret snipers, 
and uh, you get assigned uh, another player as a mission. Now this player doesn't necessarily know you or know that you have them as a mission, but you get a range of clues that tell you where to find the person at certain times. Um, and so the idea is that you follow these clues and you, uh, you snap a picture of them with your, with your phone camera. And if we can verify that you have the right target, you get avoided points uh, for, the, for the shot. Um, and uh, the game progresses from there. Martin, I have to say that I love this show because you get to really talk about some like, amazing cutting edge uh, concepts. So, so we've had some chats in the past. And what you're saying is that uh, you are taking gaming into the real world, but it's not, as I understand it, augmented reality. It's more uh, having real world missions with the help of an app to uh, get, get those uh, missions uh, achieved. That's right. We're not using augmented reality as such, but you are using your, um, your mobile device camera uh, to snap a picture of your, uh, who you at least believe is your target. Um, so I guess in that way, uh, we do combine the two, uh, but the gameplay is out on the streets. Uh, it's not uh, at, at home in front of your computer. So, so the big question is your co-founder, Fleming, did he manage to get his son out of the house and away from Call of Duty? <laughs> <laughs> he absolutely did, actually, and, and received a lot of uh, great feedback um, regarding the, uh, the, the, the dynamics of the game. Um, and, and they actually really, really enjoyed it. So now we're extending it with a whole bunch of new uh, features, uh, both in terms of being able to play uh, if there's no opponents available at the given time, so, so solo missions. Uh, we're extending it with leagues, which enable uh, players to form um, a closed sort of group uh, where you will only be assigned each other as missions. Um, and a whole bunch of other extensions that we're uh, that we're working on at the moment. Um, so that's that's sort of the focus of the uh, the next level that we want to go to is uh, improving the front end app experience. Yeah, but I love the concept, and and my job here is to help the Appster tribe listening to this think of creatively about how to you know make money from the App Store and. Uh, one of the things that comes to mind immediately is that uh, I do remember BMW doing a, a very interesting marketing campaign with an app uh, in Berlin, I think it was, where you could win a mini uh, by uh, doing some kind of zombie tag where you would see who had the winning ticket and you could then tag them. And if you tagged them correctly, you would get the winning ticket. But this thing would basically end at a certain date and certain time. And it meant a lot of people running around trying to keep hold of the winning ticket. Now, the reason I mention that is that I think that, you know, big brands will start to knock on your door and say, hey, this is really interesting. We could possibly use a version of what you're doing as, uh, as you know, part of our brand marketing. Have you thought about that as a way of well, we way, have actually, monetizing? Yeah, we have. It's, it's, it's a great idea. Actually, I love the concept with the tag and taking something. I, I, I wasn't aware of that, but, uh, but that's definitely a, a very cool dynamic. But uh, what we do in the terms of uh, our solo missions um, is exactly that. Because uh, Social Sniper is free to play, uh, and we want to keep it that way. Um, it's, it's possible at some given time that we might introduce uh, some, some sort of in-app purchase features or something like that. Um, but it will never be a requirement to actually play the game. 
So we want to, we're, we're very adamant on that. We want to keep it that way. Uh, so obviously we need to look for other forms of monetization and one of those is actually a similar dynamic to the one that you describe. So let's say that uh, a local business uh, partners with us. Uh, one of the solo missions could be to uh, snap a uh, selfie with a uh, McDonald's uh, employee or uh, you know any, any sort of local business that needs to drive their engagement uh, can actually generate uh, a solo mission where, where that specific business or any sort of location could be involved. Um, and obviously that would be uh, one, one avenue that we can use to, to monetize without actually charging the users for it. Um, and it could even be, end up being a, an extra benefit for the, uh, for the user that if you, uh, you know, within a certain time period, if you snap a picture of uh, a given employee at a store, then you get a free sample merchandise or something like that, right? So that yeah. both the that user is, that and, is the and we benefit of advertising, from. isn't it? That is the future of advertising, absolutely. And I can imagine like a lot of brands are starting to, you know, they're, they're losing uh, people watching their adverts on TV, you know, because they're just so passive. Yeah. These sorts of uh, engagement marketing campaigns are, are the way of the future. I mean, now, you can't yeah, get on. much more engaged than this because you're actually driving users physically into the store. Uh, and of course, what yeah. you do with them once they're there is a different story. But but uh, as a brand, uh, you, you, you really can't ask for better better engagement than that. And the other thing that springs to mind listening to you talk through this is the fact that I do remember playing paintball and uh, one of the guys came in with quite a lot of money and said money always wins wars and started buying up all the, you know, the big guns and the, uh, the <laughs> there's just like all the stuff, the grenades and that. And he spent a lot of money, but yeah, he his team won. And so the in-app purchases that people could be driven to buy from you would be also, you know, a real incentive to to do these in-app purchases. Yep, absolutely, and uh, there can be lots of different benefits. As I say, we're a little bit reluctant to go down that route because we're we're quite adamant we want to keep it free of advertising, and uh, and and definitely we want to provide a full gameplay experience that's free as well. Um, so so we have to get creative uh, around those uh, those. Targets, but there are stuff like uh, that that can help you out in a mission. You know, a, a better uh, sniper rifle. As a matter of fact, uh, during our Indiegogo campaign, we have a, one of the things is a, is a special uh, weapon that you get with greater accuracy. Um, but some of the things that could be up for offer at some point in time, things like body armor that you know let you hide a little bit better from uh, your would-be assassins and that sort of thing. That's uh, th those are the kind of things that we're playing around with. It's absolutely terrific. I, I'm really enthralled already. Now, uh, we'd love to know, like, your co-founder had this idea sitting there with his son and you built the app. But one of the biggest challenges that apps to try people listening to this show uh, are faced with is the challenge of building a community and building a user base that's really behind the app and, and, and promoting the app, you know, being those early adopters. What guidance can you give us on the way? Because I'm guessing like the community for you is vitally important because nobody playing this app will be mean a, a pretty poor experience on, on the app itself. How, how are you going about building the community? Well, we're, we're taking um, a couple of different approaches to that, actually. Uh, and we have a lot of ideas. We, we, we sort of, uh, we've, we've made the initial uh, launch um, 
and through some sort of the classical PR channels, I guess, uh, have tried to get the word out. Um, if you are sufficiently different from uh, existing businesses, uh, existing apps, um, you will get picked up. Uh, things like local radio and stuff like that that have uh, been kind enough to, to bring a little bit of attention to us. Um, and that's actually where we managed to build sort of our first tier of uh, users. Um, beyond that, I think the the best sort of course of action to, to, to do is to look at your target audience. Um, and when we examine ours, I think that starting off somewhere like schools, because of our geographical focus, we also need to uh, to get users uh, with a certain get a certain mass of users in any given location. Uh, it goes without saying that it's not a lot of fun to to play our game if you're the only person uh, within a hundred miles that's that's trying to play it. <laughs> uh, you know, you you will have a tough time getting um, any any real gameplay out of it. Yeah, I'm guessing um, you've got to be a little bit careful there as well, Martin, given that uh, the. You know the screenshots at the moment are of um, like targets and blood coming down <laughs> the, and into uh, be targeting schools. You know, yeah, to, yes, uh... that's that's right, and and it's a point that we've really uh, spent a lot of time discussing. But uh, I mean, at the end, we we decided that in terms of uh, graphic violence and and those sorts of things, I mean, we're, we we don't even touch the scales of what goes on in uh, a whole host of other games. Uh, so we're hoping that uh, we don't get too much of a backlash just because of the theme. Um, and also, we are preparing on the sidelines, I guess you could say, uh, alternate themes that might be more suitable for, uh, for younger age groups. Um, so let's say that instead of the theme, uh, the same game dynamic and the same sort of back-end systems and everything else can be used with lots of different game themes. Uh, so let's say that for uh, younger kids, it could be uh, a game of tag, right? It could be uh, uh, maybe even for a, a specific uh, group, it could be like uh, uh, you have to kiss the boy or something like that, you know, like running around playground sort of a thing where, where it's like other themes can be more appropriate, definitely. Yeah, or, or avoid the kiss if you're like avoid eight the kiss, years old. Yeah. Uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah, exactly. So there's lots of different themes that can be applied to the same overall uh, gameplay. Um, and, and that's one of the areas that we're definitely looking in. So Martin, the exciting thing about listening to you is that we feel like we're in the heart of the brainstorming, you know, the, as it's happening. And I'd love to know a little bit more about you because, uh, it, I mean, not everyone's just sitting there and listening to this idea from a co-founder would suddenly, you know, just start pursuing the idea. What, what uh, is this what you do full time? Is it a side project? Perhaps you can tell us a bit more about yourself. Absolutely. It, it is uh, pretty much exactly what I do full time, although uh, never I've never sort of been into uh, games before. Um, always found it a fascinating uh, area, but uh, this is sort of my first attempt at it. Uh, but I am an entrepreneur and, and have always been uh, an entrepreneur. Um, so, so essentially, uh, that's, that's, that's what I do. I, I, I get some crazy ideas and then I start them up and see how it goes. Um, and this is one of them. And, and why did you want to become an entrepreneur? I mean, um, 
you know, it's not everyone who thinks, oh, that's it, I, I know what I need to do. I want to become an entrepreneur. Was it because it's in your family or were you inspired by books or podcasts maybe? Or, you know, what, what drove you to become an entrepreneur? Um, well, I think that it was very much uh, in fashion, I guess. When I was uh, making my way through university, I was uh, in Copenhagen. Um, and this was just around the turn of the uh, millennium. Uh, so, of course, with the dot-coms, uh, the original uh, dot-com um, bubble, uh, I guess, uh, you know, everybody wanted to be a, a tech entrepreneur around then. So, so I kind of, uh, I guess, came out of that uh, segment of people. Um, the only thing is that most people uh, dropped away from that very rapidly <laughs> in the years following, whereas <laughs> as, uh, I guess I was uh, either silly enough or... Not, not to, to, to get out of it. <laughs> I yeah, stuck in. I there. remember. I remember the dot com boom. I was uh, living. I was working in finance, but also living right in the heart of the tech. Um, you know the boom that was going on in central London, and uh, it was um, yeah, it was a good time. Then it all came crashing down. All these uh, really cool little uh, startups, you know, yeah. closed. And uh, it, but um, yeah, I'm guessing you survived. I did survive um, with a very varied career, I guess. I was, I was fortunate enough to have uh, quite a lot of success with uh, one of my first startups. Um, and uh, then I progressed from there into some other businesses that were, um, uh, well, let's just say not, not quite as successful, quite the opposite. Um, and yeah, so it's been with its ups and downs, I guess, but uh, I wouldn't trade it for the world. I yeah, always usually... Martin, you've, you've Sorry, I was going to say you've you've had this wonderful like long uh, you know w journey as an entrepreneur. What's the biggest thing that you've learned that you could share with us to keep people in the game? Because you know, changing from a salaried position to become an app entrepreneur, for example, is really challenging. I know that I've spoken to many people who have done the same thing. What what advice could you give to to just try and keep people in the game? Well, I normally say that uh, entrepreneurs are people who are not smart enough to see all the problems that they'll face when they start out, but smart enough to overcome them when they fit, face them. Um, and I think that's, that's kind of the, uh, the recipe that I would go for, because I know a lot of smart people who, uh, from up front, have seen all the scary uh, obstacles that they're going to face down the road uh, starting something up. Um, and it causes them to never start up with it in the first place. Uh, and I'm also guessing that your uh, initial success has helped financially as well. You know, like just keeps keep supporting you um, whilst you continue your journey as an entrepreneur. Uh, I guess it yeah, it's it's absolutely uh, helped, but I think it helped more of from a uh, sort of a psychological standpoint, uh, knowing that it, it can be done and uh, also experiencing later on that um, financial is, is, is not all it needs, you know, it's, it's, it's not everything. <laughs> um, I think it's more about the psyche and the will to, uh, to keep going even when it's tough. Um, and apart from that, I would say that the biggest uh, thing to keep in mind as an entrepreneur when you're starting out with something like this is that uh, it's very easy to get focused on the technology side. That's usually people's first sort of a challenge. Um, and because of that, you have this assumption that if I build it, they will come. 
so and, and, and then once you, you struggle to maybe get a bit of money together, you struggle to find someone who can build it, or if you can build it yourself, then you uh, take the time to do so. Um, but quite often you forgot to take into consideration that uh, the big job is actually once you've built it to launch it. <laughs> um, so, so that's uh, something that I would urge people to take into consideration from the beginning is uh, once it's built, how are we going to get users? Because they don't come automatically. So let me thank who I think is the planet's best app store optimization company, and that is GummyCube. Now, GummyCube are a San Francisco-based company, but they can deal with you wherever you are. They are an app store optimization technology company. Now they leverage big data from the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store, and they use this to feed their algorithms, which helps you to be more effective with search on the App Store. Now, one of the biggest discoveries they've made over the last few years is that web search and mobile search are completely different. So they collect big data, it's called DataCube, and this is from the App Stores, not the web search. Uh, so this means that you can be much, much more effective with optimizing your apps uh, for the Google Play Store and the Apple App Store. So I highly recommend going and checking them out. It's www.gummycube.com, G-U-M-M-I-C-U-B-E, gummycube.com. And just thank you, Gummycube, for being such a great supporter of this show. So please go and thank the sponsor, AppPress, by going and visiting www.app-press.com and sign up for their free trial of their app creation service. And what they can enable you to do is build an app totally code free. Just drag and drop, it's really easy. If you use something like Photoshop, you will easily pick up uh, AppPress. It really is a very easy way of creating apps. And these apps are beautiful. If you've got some really nice images, then it really does create a lovely app. And to just check this out, you can download uh, the best Caesar app was built with AppPress. Uh, I highly recommend using AppPress and uh, to thank the sponsor, why don't you go over and just uh, check them out. It's www.app-press.com. That's www.app-press.com. And thanks very much to AppPress for just being such a great sponsor. That, that is wonderful advice. We have two more things before we say goodbye to you, Martin. Uh, one of them is that we try to come up with some new ideas because not everyone has an awesome idea like you listening to this show. And one of the ways I found this to be quite interesting is fleshing out an idea based on a pain point that you currently have in your business, in your, you know, your, your um, journey there as a, an app builder. Uh, I wondered if you can think back to the last three, four, five weeks and just tell us if there's a real frustration you've had in, in, a, in your business that you, Maybe we could flesh out an app idea to solve that pain. I'm certain there has been. Okay, so so uh, one thing that I uh, that I came across is that I hate moving stuff, um, and yet I, I'm often forced to do so uh, up and down, or like from a, an office to a home location, or something like this. Um, and I think that uh, with all the people that, uh, that you know, familiar with TaskRabbit and these sorts of uh, micro-tasking uh, sites? Yes. Yeah, I've actually I've been following TaskRabbit, and I'd love it to come over to the UK. I don't think it is, is here yet. I'd love but to you're, see you're something. About the, yeah, I'd, yeah I'd, I'd love to see something like that, but focused on uh, tasks that actually give you fitness at the same time. 
So I think that if people, uh, all these people that pay for gym memberships and stuff like that, you might as well enroll in something like that and get paid to perform your fitness tasks by helping others carry their stuff around. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great idea. That was a pain you point know, I particularly had recently. <laughs> well, it's interesting the way, you know, listening to you talk is because when you're, you're in the thick of this, um, you know, journey as SAP entrepreneurs, you, you, you want to focus a lot on what you love doing and then everything else seems to become a chore, like from shopping to <laughs> feeding yourself. And, right. Uh, and so apps are solving so many different problems all over the place, you know, with Uber for uh, getting taxis and um, Airbnb. I just feel like they, they need to encroach more on those day-to-day -day chores to the extent where you, you can just take a picture of something you need in the house and it automatically appears in your in your house the following day or something, you know, just, just start thinking about day-to-day -day chores and problems that need to be solved. I think people are realizing more and more that, that time is the most valuable asset they have. Um, and given that, uh, they're, they're actually willing to, to pay if there's a, a convenient way of um, taking care of those uh, sort of more trivial duties that they're not uh, maybe interested in in spending the time on themselves. Well, there is one last thing, Martin, and that is this is a show about apps and you sound like someone who'd be really interested to share one or two apps that you have on your phone that uh, you feel would be good recommendations for us, you know, besides uh, show social sniper. So uh, do you have one or two apps you tend to use in your day-to-day your -day routine? Um... I don't know if I have anything particularly interesting, to be honest. Um, I think I'm rather boring in that respect. That is okay, Martin. <laughs> We're, you're too busy building them and not enough time using <laughs> That's them. Right. That's the thing, you see. Uh, but that, that, that is great. I mean, so in, in summary then, uh, I mean, I'm going to be putting uh, links to you and the way people can connect with you and find Social Sniper on the show notes. So just to remind everyone listening, it's uh, Martin Lund and it's episode 318. Uh, and you can go to uh, theappguy.co and, and get all the show notes. Uh, how, in the meantime, how best can people just reach out and connect with you? Oh, anyway, I think, uh, I mean, Twitter is uh, an option. Uh, I'm on LinkedIn as well. Um, I don't know if I can provide you with the, uh, with the links there, but... Uh... Yeah, I'll put them on the show notes and then people can use that to get in touch with you, I think. And uh, I've just thoroughly enjoyed going through your journey. I mean, from the, the start where you've come up with such a, honestly, a, a futuristic concept, but sounds so exciting and I'm sure is going to, uh, you know, be the next level of gaming in a way and uh, just bridging the, 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 um, the physical world with the, basically, the, the you know, your your bedroom and playing games in, in private absolutely it was a pleasure being on and uh yeah anyone listening that wants to reach out uh i'm uh, I'm, I'm pretty accessible and and open to uh, uh both uh, advice uh, help out uh, in any way i can um so yeah reach out and I recommend anyone in Copenhagen should pull out their phones and start sniping you as well, just to get your own. Because <laughs> I'm guessing you're you're probably a big target, aren't you? I can imagine you get quite a few points for getting you. Oh yeah, that's the big one. <laughs> <laughs> you're like the the mafia king. Uh, this is great. <laughs> 
great. Martin, thanks for coming on the show. Thank All the best with uh, your your, um, your app and uh, let us know if there's anything else we can do to help out. But bye for now. Absolutely. Thank you. Bye. Just to remind you that this show is sponsored by GummyCube. GummyCube are a big data company that are collecting data into DataCube, which is pulling data from the app stores, Google Play and the Apple App Store. So go and use an app store optimization company that is getting its data from the app stores and not from web searches, which do not relate really to what's going on in the app store. Go and check them out. It's www.gummycube.com. Thank you very much to GummyCube. They're just such a great supporter of this show. Just to remind you that I am sponsored by App Press, and they are an app creation tool that will help you get native apps on the app store code free. They are one of the most upvoted products on Product Hunt for app creation tools. And so that tells you everything you need to know. You can go and try it out for free by going to www.app-press.com. That's www.app-press.com. And thank you very much to App Press for continuing to support the show. Well, I hope you enjoyed that episode. As always, I'm now going through every single review and uh, I am reading them out so uh, this is simply inspiring for me to just read all this content out these five star reviews let me go through I've got up to the 4th of March 2015 if you haven't heard your review and uh, you feel like you've left one and I've missed it please let me know but obviously if you've left it after the 4th of March 2015 they will be in a future episode so here we go again uh David7011 from the US, five stars, great content. Must subscribe if you're an app developer, full of great stuff. I love it. Thank you very much. Awesome. Odyssey, uh, five stars, Austria. Not much more to say than just plain awesome. Keep up the amazing work. Thank you so much. 16th of March. Okay. 17th of March, Paul Salt. Now, Paul Salt is uh, a guest. I wish every guest would leave a five star. That would be awesome, wouldn't it? If you're a guest or, and you've been on this show, why have you not let me f- left me a five-star review? You should uh, be helping this show out. So, Paul Salt, great show on apps and makers. Now, I know, actually, Paul started his own podcast after... Uh, I hope to have inspired him to start this podcast uh, that he's, he's doing. Um, great show on apps and makers. Uh, if you want to get into the app space, then this is the podcast to listen to. Paul brings a ton of guests who have a unique spin on some aspect of the app store and marketing yourself. Definitely listening to it and and can hear how I raised, oh, uh, yeah, he raised 100K on Kickstarter. And so episode 217, he's obviously saying about his own episode here, great. Uh, There are a ton of great people who are doing amazing work with apps and they're all being interviewed on this podcast. Paul Salt, get in touch. Hope you uh, are doing well with your podcast. 19th of March 2015, Maxwell Thayer. Now, he's another guest. Um, so, an, a wellspring of ideas and inspiration. I recommend the App Guy podcast for aspiring entrepreneurs and startup veterans seeking inspiration. There's something reinvigorating about hearing the stories from fellow members of our app tribe. The founders who blazed the startup trail have gained relevant and topical wisdom. And we are all the beneficiary for having the podcast to retread their lessons. Thank you, Paul. Max, 
you are awesome the us i can remember our chat so thank you 19th of march so where are we we're up to the 20th of march uh, enjoyable content great interviews from paul now i confess this is actually is from my dad so <laughs> thank you dad uh, i remember uh, giving him a hard time that he hadn't even listened to an episode or left me a five-star review so uh, game kel five-star review 21st of march bed best podcast about app development and gamer kel is from the us this podcast contains valuable information on building an app business which i haven't found anywhere else before thank you gamer kel you are awesome 21st of march i'll read one more out uh finland grainer 8 best app podcast out there awesome guests and great tips on how to improve my apps inspirational thank you grainer 8 so there we are we're up to the 24th of march and let me do this again in another episode but for now thanks for listening to the app guy podcast <laughs>